It's that time of year for the big guy in red and white to come to town. And no, I don't mean Santa Claus. I'm talking about local Sault Ste. Marie celebrity, Mr. Bon Sue. Today I'll be speaking to Josh Ingram, the city's area coordinator of special events and sports tourism in Studio 99, to discuss the 60th anniversary of Bon Sue. This conversation will be kicking off the City of Sault Ste. Marie's brand new podcast, where each month we will be bringing in city representatives to discuss exciting initiatives the city is offering, and to get to know some of the city staff that are working hard on making our community a wonderful place to live, work, and play. I'm Madison Zupa, Deputy City Clerk, and this is Where You Belong. So welcome, Josh, to Where You Belong. I'm very excited to have you on the podcast as our first guest. I'm excited to be here. Um, people downstairs in our department make fun of how much I listen to podcasts, so to be on a podcast is uh, a, a big thing. Thanks for having me. That's great. I want to start with a question to let our listeners get to know you a little bit better. So first off, can you tell me about your role and why you love doing what you do? Yeah, absolutely. There are there are three uh, key things that I do in my job. One of them is uh, I uh, bid on provincial and national sport events to be hosted in Sault Ste. Marie, try and put Sault Ste. Marie in a great light to those organizations, whether it's uh, pickleball or hockey or any sport you can think of. We're looking to uh, to make relationships with those, uh, those bodies and have them here. Uh, the next thing I do is I take a look at events that are inside of Sault Ste. Marie that need some help growing. Like we see something that's, this is a really great gem. And if they just had a little bit of more support, a little bit more of a team, maybe this could be something larger that would attract tourists to the community. And then the last thing I'm doing right now is I am charged with looking to find four key events that happen in the calendar year, one a quarter, that we could develop and build into something that could attract up to a thousand tourists over like a five year period. So kind of building a growth strategy for what's a great event that, uh, that we can grow year over year for a few years and get it to a point where we have like a thousand people coming to the community each quarter, which is just awesome. Who doesn't like a great party any time of the year? Absolutely. So the next question I have to get to know you a little better, uh, there are three rapid fire questions. Let's are do you, it. Are you ready? I'm, yeah. I'm ready. Let's, let's do this. My three rapid fire questions are what are you reading? What are you listening to and what are you watching? Okay. So what I'm watching, I'm not really watching anything, but I have some recommends. So the first one is um, The Bear. It's got Jeremy Allen White. He just won a Golden Globe. It's a half hour drama, which you don't usually see dramas in like a half hour format. It's a phenomenal show. I love to cook and it's about a kitchen as well. So it's kind of really exciting. What else am I watching? Uh, I just watched White Nomies. It's the Don DeLillo adaptation that's on Netflix with Adam Driver. I don't know if that's a hard recommend, but it was definitely worth checking out. I just finished the second season of White Lotus. And uh, even though I'm not a fantasy guy, I watched the first season of House of the Dragons just recently. So that's kind of what I've watched in 2022. And I don't know what's up for 2023. For what I am reading... The Mad Trapper by Dick North is a book that our film coordinator, who was across the hallway from me, gave to me. Uh, and I don't even want to let anything out of the bag. Uh, I was talking to our small business coordinator, and he said it's the, his favorite story of Canadian crime. So it's, it's wild, and it has to do with you know our landscape, and it it's only could happen in Canada. And then I like to read something fun, and I also like to read something that kind of grows me. So right now I'm reading something called um, a book called Thinking in Systems uh, by Donello Meadows. So that's at my desk right now. Actually, I sometimes take it outside or read a little bit on my lunch break. What am I listening to? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, in the wintertime, I listen to a lot of Bonnie Bear. It uh, just feels, even though it's not Canadiana, it feels like it to me. So I'm listening to a lot of that. 
I'm also listening to a lot of Shad, which is a musical artist we had who headlined the Summer Moon Festival last year. My wife actually got me his vinyl record for Christmas, which is awesome. And uh, I'm going to throw a podcast out. I'm listening to a lot of Blank Check with Griffin and David. It's a podcast that looks at filmographies and directors who get like a massive blank check to create whatever passion project they want. Uh, one of the co-hosts is David Sims from The Atlantic Magazine, and it's really hilarious and insightful. Those sound like some great suggestions, and I might end up borrowing that book uh, after you're done yeah. with it. <laughs> so we're here today to talk about Bonsu uh, Winter Carnival, and I wanted you to just tell us a little bit about the history of Bonsu and why is this year so special? If you're listening and you're from Sault Ste. Marie or the Algoma area, you know why it's so special already. Everybody you talk to has a story about Bonsu, whether it's snow madness and being on a team and pushing beds down Foster Drive to, you know, win the snow madness competition, or you were a little guy or, or girl or whoever, uh, going to the fantasy kingdoms and seeing these massive snow sculptures and wondering what this year's snow sculptures are going to be, or, you know, maybe even just collecting the button, the signature button they make year over year and having a collection. Like my dad, I remember in June, he was, uh, he would be wood burning plaques for snow madness. While I started working out, working on this project, I, I was reaching out to a lot of people with institutional memory about Bonsu. And I've had this one guy uh, I spoke to who said, I know you because I know your dad. And I know your dad because for three or four years, I was the captain of OLG and he was the captain of the ACR. And we went back and forth on first and second place and had this rivalry. And it's really cool because everybody has a story and, and, and it's an amazing thing that these people did to put Bonsu together because it was created because... February is dark and dreary and cold and gray and there's not enough sun and it's post-Christmas and you might have that kind of low Christmas blues or be a small business that they're like, what are we going to do now that it's post that? Nobody wants to spend in January. So Bonsu was created for two reasons. To make, you know, this celebration that would engage our community and small business and give them a boost at one of the slowest times of the year and to give our people something to look forward to while we're all waiting to go like back to the beaches and back to cottage country. So that's really the history of why it's been there. And it's crazy because this year's its 60th year and it's been through so many permutations and iterations and all of these different ideas and things that have been thrown at the wall. And me for a tourism employee, we're really looking at what does Bonsu mean this year? But more importantly, what does it mean for the next six years? And to kind of wrap up the question, because I don't want you to just sit there and listen to me the whole time, but this year is kind of our bridge year. We want to kind of, I'm making this tongue-in-cheek joke that we're putting paddles to Mr. Bonsu, so we'll stand back up because COVID wreaked havoc with a lot of events. And even before then, you know, we have studies about dwindling volunteer support and, you know, kind of some crises points for uh, different winter activities that are going on. And uh, I won't go too into depth, but there are plenty of examples. So this year, we're really trying to help Mr. Bonsu to be stronger than he's been in a long time. But also, we're already planning in parallel for next year and for the next five years, which is super exciting when it comes to somebody whose job it is to plan these kind of things, to have that kind of outlook, right? So, yeah. So, I think I answered your question, but I can talk for an hour and veer left to the right. So, I hope I answered what was uh, what was posed to me there. 
Absolutely. I remember when I was a kid, I have really fond memories of, of Bonsu and even as an adult um, participating in some of the activities. We built a snowman one year and yeah. it was a competition and just bringing my kids to the bum slides and, and having them meet Mr. Bonsu and take a picture and it was exciting. So there's certainly a lot of uh, memories that I have for myself. When is Bonsu Winter Carnival and what activities do you have in store for us this year? Yes, super fair question. Uh, this year it's February 3rd to 11th and um, we have a, a steering committee we put together this year that will essentially replace the board next year. But what we looked at were two things. To expand Bonsu back into a little bit more prevalence to all our demographics, we wanted to make sure that we had some activities on every day for, you know, tots, families, 18 plus crowd, you know, university, college crowd, and then seniors. So we want to make sure that we had something like that every day. Uh, and then we also wanted to make sure that, you know, because the world is in such a, I hate to use the word because it's been used so much the last few years, but unprecedented place you know, our climate's changing, that we wanted to make sure that we had programming that wasn't relying just on sub-zero temperatures, right? So we have a whole slew of great things. To, to mention first, in honor of the 60th anniversary, we're bringing a few things back. We're bringing back snow sculptures, community snow sculptures. We're bringing back uh, Snow Madness. It's going to be a two-day event that's happening at Northern Superior. But as to my point in what's going on, like we have a kid-friendly zone at the machine shop. We have a multi-use area at the Clerk Park. Hopefully the skating trails open as well. And then we have an, a 19-plus area at the Northern Superior Tap Room. So it's if, if, if you're in any of those demographics, you're going to be looking out for those areas um, to participate. But we also have some great things like uh, America's Got Talent and Canada's Got Talent uh, performers. The Sentimentalists are coming to Sault Ste. Marie, so that's our headline show. They are mentalists who will be performing with a local magician hometown hero, Ryan McFarlane, is opening up. So we're really excited about that show. Uh, we have a comedy show. Glenn Foster is going to be at Sue Blasters. Um, and something that I'm really excited about is, I don't know if this is the first time ever, because it's 60th anniversary and I'm only in my 30s, but we have a... Uh, uh, Sue Greyhound game, February 4th, and we've done a full takeover. So we're going to be down there selling buttons. There are discounts for Greyhound tickets for people who have buttons. And we have alternate jerseys for the Greyhounds this year. They're going to be sporting Mr. Bond Sue jerseys during oh. that game. And if you're a super OHL fan, this is a collectible and they'll be auctioned off after the game. So it's really, really neat. But I, I don't think I had the time to go through everything because the programming is really robust. Four and four hockey tournaments, ringette tournaments, the polar bear dips back. We have something called an EDM snow bath, which is basically techno music. We're going to be setting up DJs at the top of the Northern Superior tap room. They're going to be playing down into the parking lot. And I would probably say, um, you know, if you're a college or university kid or that's your type of music, it's going to be a concert that maybe we haven't done locally before. So really cool stuff going on. It sounds like you have a lot in store for us this year. It sounds super exciting. I'm, I'm really interested in maybe uh, hitting up that OHL game and checking that out uh, and bringing my kids to see that. Uh, there's so much in store and for all different age groups, which is really great to see. And I saw that there was a new website launch. Can people find out more information at the website or how can people get a button and, and uh, tell us a little bit more about how they can find out what's going on? Yes, absolutely. Our committee and um, we partnered with uh, with a local company, Odd Job Jacks, and we launched a new website, bonsu.on.ca. It links out to our shop. You can buy Hogan's Homestead Bonsu Syrup. You can buy the Polar Plunge. Uh, beer at Northern Superior Tap Room. You can buy merch. You can buy buttons. Our buttons are at tons of locations, Central, North, 
east, west. So, uh, you know, wherever you're coming from, if you're driving into work or driving home, there are like 20 stops. So head to the website, check out where to buy your buttons. And yes, the program is also there. It's in a digital format. If that's not your cup of tea, there's a PDF downloadable that's available to you as well. Uh, really love the website. Really love the people who volunteer to make this stuff happen because it really takes a village. If you've ever been involved in any sort of event or something, you need community support. So, so you know, the Sioux always good at that. So yeah, great website. It's awesome. And you can also check out our social handles on all platforms or at Mr. Bond Sioux. And we're posting, you know, spotlights on events and merch and stuff like that on Facebook and Instagram daily. I have been loving the Bonsu social media. I've been following it along on Facebook and I have been uh, seeing Mr. Bonsu out in community events and the the tree lighting. It's really exciting to see the presence growing uh, and I've been following along. So I I encourage our listeners to be able to do that too and and follow along on Facebook and other social media platforms. And the one thing that I saw on the social media platform is this hashtag outside of expected. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because I, I love that hashtag and I want to hear more. Sure. So that is our, uh, so I work for the tourism department uh, and that is the hashtag that we use on our campaigning and our branding and our social media posts. So I hijack it for some of those large events I told you that I'm building out. So you would have seen it on our summer moon festival in the spring you're seeing it on Bonsu. And what I love about it is, you know, the city just recently went through this huge rebrand that um, I'm a massive fan of. I, I wear all of my city merch on Fridays. I'm always wearing my T-shirt. I'm just, I'm so proud of this city and I'm so proud of the work that went into that brand. So it's very easy for me to want to like confiscate or use those pieces. So what we try and do at tourism is enlighten the people uh you know, around us about our community that, you know, you think of Sault Ste. Marie and you might think of two or three things. And I always find this interesting because I have this conversation all the time, especially being in tourism and just coming outside of Christmas. It's like, you know, I know Sault Ste. Marie because of this and this and this. And when you kind of open up that, that, you know, the barriers and you're exposed to the other things like the tour boat or these amazing mountain bike trails that we put in or, you know, yeah, just different experiences that you can have in Sault Ste. Marie, different foods you can have in Sault Ste. Marie. When you start looking at that comprehensively in our visitor guide or on our website, you're like, wow, there's so much I was not expecting in this community. And so that's where outside of expected comes from. It's because, you know, you can, you can be into hockey and enjoy hockey and that can be your life in Sault Ste. Marie, but, uh, you know, or any other example. But when you really look at the vast amount of things that we have to offer, it's just, it's compelling. It's exciting for, for a young family man, like a family man. It, it pumps me up. So yeah, long story short, I try and steal that hashtag and use it as often as I can because it really is outside of the expected. All of these sports bids, when I have these calls on Zoom, they're like, Oh, you have that or you have this or what a wonderful opportunity to, to, you know, incorporate that into something that we're thinking of planning in Sault Ste. Marie. So yeah, man, it's just outside of expected in the best way. I'm going to start using it uh, in my own posts when Do I'm it. doing things that might be outside of expected. Yeah. So it's a really great one. I, I really uh, hi- it highlighted or it came came forward to me when I was going through those social media posts. I wanted to know more. So thank you for telling me about that. For sure. And 
It's interesting that you talk about the city brand because this podcast in itself, we started coming up with ideas on what to name it. Mm -hmm. And we went back to our city branding and we took the where you belong as as our title so that we can keep consistent with the city branding. But we look at Sault Ste. Marie as a place where you belong. So I think there's a lot of tie-ins there and we want to keep promoting that just like you were saying. So uh, I think that was a really interesting tie. And the last question that I have for you today is what does the future of Bonsu look like? Oh, wow. That's an awesome question. Well, I can tell you that I'm not a fortune teller, but I can tell you that in late summer, early fall, we gathered 29 people in a room to talk about Bonsu from senior citizens all the way down to really emerging professionals. Representation from Destination Northern Ontario, from contractors, from web developers to financial, uh, you know, accountants. And the consensus was we all want to see our kids enjoy this festival like we did. We want them to have those similar experiences, maybe not exactly the same because we have events evolved, but we don't want to see this shutter. And I had mentioned earlier between, you know, COVID and, and, you know, some aging volunteers that there was some concern that Bonsu wasn't getting the support it really needed. And there was this mighty few people keeping it alive, but you can't sustain that. So I think that 90 days outside of this year's festival, you're going to see, um, for the first time, some splashes about a new board being announced. And this board is a working board. I already know they are because they're not on the board and they're already working. Uh, and they've asked, what's next year look like? And that's so encouraging, right? As a team who's working together and looking on the outside. So I think that Bonsu, um, with that, with some of the help that our Tourism Sault Ste. Marie board has given with some of the amazing sponsors. I mean, we have OLG who's been with us for forever. We have Tenaris who came on board, you know, for the first time in a long time this year. It's, it's really building momentum and building a team, you know, from different facets, right? Cause you have people giving money, giving time, different skills. It's really convalescing into something really powerful. And it's, I, it's not even conjecture. I've been doing community work for, you know, let's say about a decade now and in different roles. And this is something really special. I think it's because of the legacy of what people have given to Bonsu in the past. And it, it really does mean something to our community. It really is a brand and, and something that, that, you know, people circle. So the long and the short of it, I don't really know how to give short, obviously, but uh, the long of it is, we have a six-year plan for Bonsu. We won't be stopping this year. It's not a one-off initiative. It's not a grant that we got and said, oh, that year was good. What I really want is a community to see Bonsu and say, you know, that was better than it's been in a little while without any criticism to the past years. But we want people to be aware of the time and financial investment that went into this year's carnival. And we want people to come on board with us. And we really want the messaging to be is we're building this out year over year now. And there's really some, like the train is moving on the tracks. So you'll see some of the programming that succeeded this year stay. You'll see some of the stuff that was a little challenging, maybe get eroded and added with new stuff. But like I said, I think you're going to have a brand new um, group of people around the table spearheading Bonsu for the next five years. And, and that's really encouraging. And, and honestly, on that website, there's contact information. If you saw something that you didn't like in Bonsu or maybe a piece of representation that wasn't there in the programming that you're willing to volunteer to add, because there might be some pieces that aren't there because we just didn't have enough people to plan or facilitate it. So if there's a necessary part of our community that needs to have an event inside of Bonsu, 
you know, we're open doors. We want to hear from you and we'd love you to join a subcommittee. So that's my shameless plug, but I'm excited. Fonsu is going to be here for another 60 years for sure. And these next three to five years are going to be a wild ride, I think. It sounds exciting. I'm looking forward to what's to come, but I'm also looking forward to this year's activities and being able to get involved. I have my button. I definitely want to encourage everyone to get out there and get their buttons. I, I bought my kids through their school. Awesome. Um, and uh, certainly I know that's a, a program that a lot of schools are, are offering. So I was able to do that uh, through through my child's school. Uh, and I just look forward to, to this year. I think it's going to be a great time. I look forward to sharing it with my family. I look forward to seeing people I know out in the community. Uh, it's an impressive uh, list of activities, a great group of sponsors, a great group of volunteers. Uh, and I think there's a lot to offer. So I'm really excited about it. And thank you you so much. This is a great kickstart to our podcast. And uh, if anyone uh, wants more information, we'll be posting that on our podcast website. And uh, thank you, Josh, for, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I, I'm super jazzed to be here. I am uh, a staunch listener too. So I'm looking forward to listening and hearing about my colleagues or people in the community that you know, there might be facets of the job that I'd never heard before. So I'm super looking forward to this. We have a great lineup ahead of us for the podcast. And we, we hope that everyone will listen from month to month. It is, will be a monthly podcast. And again, there was two goals of the podcast. One is to get some exciting initiatives out there. Uh, and the other is to meet some of our city staffers who can get to know us a, a little bit better and, and, and have that human element to our city employees. So, so great. I want to send a huge shout out to Josh Ingram, the city's area coordinator of special events and sports tourism, for being the first guest on Where You Belong. Hearing all about Bonsu was a great way to kickstart this new initiative. Where You Belong is produced by the City Clerk's Office. Make sure you check back next month for our next episode. If you're looking for more information, head over to our website at suesaintmarie.ca forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have a topic for future episodes, please email podcast at citysm.on.ca. Until next time.